Is that you, Mike? <laughs> Is that you, Mike? Mike. Are we on, Mike? We're on, Mike. Get off him. Get off, oh. off Mike. <laughs> Get off, Mike. He's going to suffocate. <clears throat> Radio. Um, are we good? Where's the rundown? There it is there. Can you see it there, mate? Not really, but there you go. But, mate, where can so we put it? We need to, we need to come up with it and reading your writing are two very separate things. Mate, my writing's my teachers complimented me on my writing at school, on my yeah. cursive writing. Your teachers should a have. A dying art cursive writing, isn't should it? Have, it's not cursive <laughs> for a start. Yeah, no, it's in teachers should have told you what my year three told, teacher told my mum. My, my handwriting is like a spider with ink on every leg. <laughs> so it was bad. Bad. Okay. Still is too. Still is, really? Yeah. Let's go. Do you ever? Do you, I've never seen you write. Have you ever written anything down? Yeah, I write. Apart from the like, I wrote some ad, wrote at the post office today, writing addresses. Just, I'm not even sure they're going to get. I don't there. think I've ever seen you writing in in my life. Writing some, write something right now. I want right. you to see. <laughs> write something on there. Yeah, write your name or something. Right. Okay. All right. I want to see what, you what writing. You, want, you know, you tell me what to I write. Don't know. I'll write, write anything. Write anything. Write whatever you tell want. Tell me what to write. Well, the quick brown fox jumps oh. over the lazy dog. That's quick. a sentence that has every letter brown. of the Fox, Fox jumps jumps over the over lazy dog. The lazy is that in English? Dog. <laughs> Jamie, okay, I've written that really fast. Give me a look. Give me a look. Shut up. Yeah, this is that's not bad. Look, I've written it very fast. I would have thought that looks very female. That sort of handwriting. <laughs> wow, that's there's your that's your Mate, souvenir. How I identify out, is souvenir. up to me. Yeah. Let's so do the show. You've got a very feminine handwriting. Shut up. Let's do the show. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Online is news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen, welcome back to the Man Cave. It's been a while. Because oh, I haven't tidied up. Oh, you have? It's all right. It's no, 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 no I mean, t- this is tidy ah, com- compared. Ah. Like when I when I got the office, yep. um, I, I thought took, this would have been empty. I took everything I wanted to. Yep. And then, weirdly, this was just still full of crap. And then while I was at CES... Uh, Amanda took the opportunity to kind of throw everything in here that she didn't think she wanted anymore, so oh. it could create some. And so I like I opened the door and everything just fell out. So <laughs> anyway, we're waiting for a council cleanup. But anyway, welcome yeah. back. It's great to have your company good here. Good to on. be back, mate. Two blokes talking tech. Thanks to the good people at uh, Netgear and Uniden. Episode three hundred and seventy-five. Is it five? Three seventy. Three seventy-six. On the wrong page because we just yeah, did the handwriting did the handwriting test. test. Jeez. Cop the mass. That's a bit mega abuse you've given me at the start of the show. Three seventy-six. And the counselling. I want you to display your handwriting. Where has it gone? Have you already have you screwed it? Right. Oh, yeah. come on, mate. Well, okay. You abused me. I've never seen you write. That's the first time I've seen you write something. Well, what would I write? I don't know. Do you, do you ever find yourself, like you? I know you're a, key, you're a keyboard man. You're a keyboard you know, warrior. Touch, touch screen <laughs> man. But have you, I still like writing things down. I'm a very oh, tactile person okay. like so that. So I, so before CES, you know, about yeah. two months before I bought a notebook. 
uh, and I wrote all the things that needed to be done. Like I, I wrote our daily schedules. I wrote all because right. that's so. Are you, are you a list maker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a list person? Yeah. Really? You like crossing things off lists? Yeah, but not. But I've got lists in like wonder lists and notes. So that's where I physically yeah. use yeah. them. But just for like when I'm planning something yeah. or when I kind of need to really visualize something. There's nothing better. I don't care how many Apple pencils you throw at me. There's nothing better than using a pen on paper yeah. and, you know, putting a draw a line through it or, you know, drawing a line down to something else. Yeah, I'm nah. with you. hundred percent. Like I like that too. I'm very tactile. Even with my books, I still like to read physical books. I'm not big of an e. I know you don't read at all, but um, <laughs> I still like to have a book rather than an e-reader. Imagine you've just tuned into Two Blokes Talking Tech <laughs> for the first time, who episode they, 376, and they're thinking, oh, so they bag technology because they hate it. No, no. Not folks. at all. We love it. We love just tech. We're just old. We just use it in different ways. <laughs> yeah. Stephen's older. Yeah. But, Sli- slightly. Well, you know, it's close to a decade, let's be honest. No, it's not. Come on, mate. <laughs> you love sinking that one in. Oh, it's too much fun. Five G has been launched by another telco. Are you excited? For real this time. Well, you know, Telstra would argue it's broadly for real, but you know, you can't buy a device. You just can't buy an Optus device as well. Look, Optus today um, uh, announced that a lot of their five G plans. To be honest, really detailed, a lot of information, not just some you know test to show us that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Canberra, in a couple of suburbs in Canberra, five G is turned on, and one suburb in Sydney. Uh, something like 60 suburbs will be switched on by March this year and, and 1,200 sites. I'm saying sites because they didn't say suburbs, so sites yeah, is in sites. towers yep. uh, by March next year. So, you know, 15 odd months. Telstra that, never did that. Telstra never specified it no. as, as exactly as they did, they? No, not at all. Yeah. They've talked about numbers, but not quite as specifically. Um, Telstra also, you know, talked about their, their upcoming devices in terms of the little HTC mobile hotspot. They obviously talked at CES about some handsets coming. But yep. what Optus did was, was showed a device, uh, a mobile broadband device. Yep. Uh, sorry, a home broadband device, um, which is mobile broadband, yep. um, which is targeting people who, you know, you're either a renter or you don't want fixed infrastructure or you don't want the NBN. And you put this in and it's a Wi-Fi router, but it's also getting its internet yep. from the 5G. Yep. And they're saying 70 bucks a month, unlimited, unlimited data, data, 50 meg speed. Guarantee, minimum guarantee. That that's powerful. And and I looked at this. It's made by Nokia, by the way. This uh, this little device. I looked on the bottom. It's got a, a SIM card. It's not a little. Naturally. Let's be clear. It's like a well, bread, a loaf of bread. Yeah, about that size. But it's it. I think it's no bigger than a like it's it's no bigger than or taller than the Orbi. Not not massively. No. no. But um, it has got a SIM card slot, obviously, in in the inside. It's for the five G SIM. Mm-hmm. And uh, has five antennas. I had a look at it. There's five antennas. So no matter where you place it in your house, it'll get a signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I just knocked my headphones oh, my, my, come on. my cable out I can't just hear myself unprofessional. unprofessional I told you this was short this cable oh, oh it's happened again it's a tough life for some but isn't the, it but um, the what I liked about it was that they held the event it was at a tennis club hmm. in, in Dixon I was down yeah. there and we were literally in the shadow of one of the towers right. the tower was right above us yeah. and while they never referred to it um I remember talking to Dennis Wong, who's the managing director of networks for Optus, and um, I said, "Oh, good man, how are you?" And I said, "So, what's the significance of this?" He goes, "Have a look up there," and he pointed out the little the grey square. I, I circled it in my story. I sort of took a photo. Yeah. I said, "Here's the actual five G cell. It's it's about the size of a laptop up there." And um, I said, "Oh, that's why we're here." I said, "Yeah, so we can do the test." And 
he he you know we were showing YouTube and and he actually during his demonstration he says right we're going to make the first WhatsApp call on the five G Optus network. Steve, who do you want to call? He points me out, and he goes, "You want to talk to Alan or Dennis? Some other guy, so no Bill or some other guy that was there." And I said, "Oh, let's talk to Alan, the, the CEO." He goes, "Oh, he goes, oh, sorry, I didn't bring my mobile." So I had to ring, had to ring the other guy. So he handed me, Dennis handed me his phone, mm. and I was talking to this dude who was on the other side of the of the press conference yeah. through WhatsApp, which was going through that five G tower, the, the the using the hot using yeah, the mobile, yeah. the broadband uh, modem there. So um, I said, do- I said, well, am I? Are we creating history here? I said, is someone taking a photo of this? So they did that. That was one of the demos they did. Did they do any yeah. speed demonstrations? They had a TV set up beside the podium. That was like a like a live uh, speed test, mm. and it was it was hovering. I can't even remember now actually where it was hovering, but it was it was sort of moving up and down. One thing they never mentioned uh, with the with the five G mobile, the fixed broadband solution, they they kept mentioning the fifty megabits per second mm. minimum, but they were a little bit patchy on answers about upload speeds. I said, "So what's the upload speed?" And they were saying, "Oh, I think it's this," and and it wasn't a big number. I can't remember the exact number, but it wasn't like forty or something like that. So but see, that the, could be the weakness of this system. Well, the other thing is. It's a very interesting one because 5G has been hyped as this super, super fast network. You can you can get 120 or more yeah, downloads on 4G, on 4G, on 4G, 4G. LTE. So, yeah, of course. so I think it's important to look at it less as a speed thing and more as a reliable infrastructure yeah, thing, yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah. as well as latency and things yeah. like that. And then there's the, the demand or, or use case for it. So, so who's going to want one of these things? Now, the NBN business case, like the financial plan for the NBN, assumes that 25% of households will not get the NBN. So this is the, this is what fills at least that 25% gap, if totally. not yeah. more. Well, I interviewed him one-on-one after the press conference, and we were talking about I said, look, here's the question that everyone asks, and I'll ask you now. Is this an NBN killer? And he said, no, it's not. It's, it's complementary to the NBN. Although, although, he says, in some areas... If you're in a good location next to a base station, it could very well be the replacement for the NBN. Mm. So he sort of said, yeah, there is. A, and, and, and I pointed out, I so, said, well, there's a lot of fiber to the node customers that would kill to get 50 megabits per second down. Yeah. So he said, well, that's a great case. And, and so I think in some cases, absolutely, people will jump at this. Only a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the NBN refunds because these fiber to the node customers paying for plans that were their infrastructure, the infrastructure couldn't deliver. Mm. So here we're talking about this, and he's saying that, yeah, this is a potential solution to that. And the other thing is to remember that 5G is still very, very early in development. So there's a couple of, course, of things about yeah. it. You know, a device, a device uh, needs to connect via the 4G network. And also the range, the uh, reliability, not reliability, but the range and, and, and scale of 5G, very limited. So it's got a long way to go in, in oh, yeah. development. And so... I still do feel like we're a little bit cut before the horse, chicken and egg and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, I get that they've got to do it. It is early days. I get they've got to do it. And, but what, what the difference, too, between the Telstra story and the Optus story is that mm-hmm. Telstra were all about, yeah, we're first, handsets in the first half of the year, whereas Optus was saying, and Dennis, uh, sorry, Alan Lou said this to me as well. He said, we uh, mobile is uh, not the first story for us. Home broadband. It's, it's broadband's the first story for us. He said mobile's still a ways off because the handsets aren't ready. Yeah, and and he said, look, I had meetings with the vendors. Da da da. And I said, well, 
have you seen these devices? He goes, I have. And they're so they're, they're not so ready. Fun. That's what they're so, clunky. I've heard they're, they're clunky. Their battery life, they're yeah. they're thick. They they run hot. So I then I put it on him about. So well, your 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 rivals at at, at Telstra claim they're going to have devices in the first half of the year. Mm. And we and he said, I said, what's the earliest we'll see an Optus device? He says, oh June at the earliest. I said, well Telstra is saying they're going to have stuff in the first half of the year. And then he he kind of said, well. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, that, that's what they've said. So he kind of he kind of bagged that 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 notion yeah. that they're going to have handsets out in the next few months. By it's he sort of uh, poured cold water on that idea. But he was saying that there. He said, "Look, I've seen them," and I said, "Look, without telling me the names of the manufacturers, what are, they, are they ready?" He goes, "No, they're not." He goes, "Customers are very sophisticated now. We're not going to, even though it's got new technology, we're not going to go backwards to have this clunky That's device." Right. Yeah. So he said, "They're not quite ready yet. The chipset manufacturers, the handset manufacturers, they've still got a way." Like his exact quote, I think that you know, we've still got a ways to go before the handsets are ready. Yeah, and that we've we've been banging on about this for a long time. 5G yeah. is not a mobile phone technology for some time. Yeah. And, and I think that's the shift for us all. We, you know, 4G even became a, a mobile broadband, you know, these little pocket Wi-Fi things um, became a thing well after mobile phones. But the ability to have this little thing in my hand, which is a Vodafone pocket Wi-Fi, and it's got a SIM card in it and it gives you the internet, um, you know, expand on this bit of technology and make it a little bit better and offer a better Wi-Fi and a better solution. That's, that's the internet for a yeah. lot of people at home. Share homes, rent homes, you know, bad NBN service, whatever it is, yeah. 5G will offer that. It's going to be very interesting yeah. over the next uh, 18 months. But you, you said before that it's not all about speed either. That's right. I think the long game here is just the, the capacity of the network too. You think of, you think of I always use this example of it, if you're at the grand final and you're trying to send a text message, it's near impossible. Mm. Whereas 5G is a little bit, that's one of its strengths. It's got, it's got greater capacity in that area. But it's also got better latency, which again down the track. And, and this was explained, remember, remember when during the Commonwealth Games, they had a, um, a demo of their, the, 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 how fast a sort of a, yeah. a, 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 yeah. like electric arm could work. And it was like instantaneous. It yeah. was so fast. So there's that as well. And also the sort of the low power IoT devices are going to be on the networks as well. Yeah. So the long game is that we're going to get this really sturdy network that's fast and reliable and with much more capacity. I'll tell you why the Telstra Stadium example is very useful because people will relate to leaving any big sporting event, any big stadium, and you know walking to the car park, the trains, whatever it is, uh, and you get stuck behind a you know, family with kids and they're walking slow or a grandma walking slow. The latency that 5G takes away essentially means everyone's walking faster. Yeah. And so you not only do you have greater capacity to have more people in the stadium using those those freeways, those internet freeways, yeah. but the traffic moves faster, so things just happen faster. It clears faster, yeah. And it doesn't yeah. it doesn't happen faster as in there's no traffic jams. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's the traffic jams that it, it's often people miss this, but it's often not the speed of your internet connection which slows down that thing coming down to you. It's the fact that it took 25 milliseconds for you to send that request to the server at the other end and for it to send it back. And then once that connection was established, it, it flies. Mm. It's like you do a speed test. And often you press that button and that ping test is the, mo ping is the yeah, most important thing. That's telling, that takes it? time. Yeah. Sure, the speed's at 140. But <laughs> the ping test, the, the, reflexes, the time it took to reflexes. get going yeah, yeah. is the problem. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. 5G from Optus. Uh, all the yeah. details at uh, eftm.com and, and uh, techguy.com today, including Stephen's interview with Optus CEO Alan Liu. Uh, and if you're an Optus customer or you're a, you know someone that's been looking out for this kind of thing, we'd love to hear from you. 
Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Stephen Fetting at Trevor Long. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fetting. Not a good week for Apple. No, I was just about to say that exact thing. And and for a company that uh, you know T- Tim Cook has always been quite um, quite open uh, about privacy and how he values that that. What is on your iPhone is your own business. May I quote them the whole, from Las Vegas? Yeah. What happens on your iPhone yeah, stays, stays on, on your, your iPhone. iPhone. Exactly. So it's kind of come back to bite them now with this FaceTime bug. And to be clear to our listeners, it's it's affected the group FaceTime. So it's mm. the new feature on iOS 12. So the one-on-one FaceTime's fine. But it was a little bit of a worry to know that if you say, I'll say you and me and a few other people are in a, are in a group chat yep. and I was to call you, I would be able to hear you before you answered. So imagine if you were talking about me or something like that. So the, the, I'd be able to hear. The, you. And let's be clear, the process here is quite complex. Yeah, because you got to enter your I go, number. I go. Let's start a conference call. Let's start a, a voice. Uh, a, sorry, video conference call. I'm going to call Stephen. Stephen's phone is downstairs. He's upstairs doing the vacuum. He can't hear his phone ringing. It's ringing. At that point, I then add someone else to the call, and and they answer. It answers Stephen's phone. So the two of us can hear that you're vacuuming. We could hear a conversation you're having. You haven't even touched the phone yet. Yeah. Don't you have to add your own number, though, to it as well to force the connection? Is that yeah, another thing? Yeah, you too? basically add any yeah. – I think it's add any other number. It, it, any add other any number. other participant so while the, the phone's still ringing. So the person you were, that was you're hoping to pick up, you can then hear them. That's right. And – and, uh, Look, let's be clear. Massive security hole. Oh, yeah. In, unbelievable. It's embarrassing. It's, oh, it's embarrassing. And and oh, so a lot of people said to me this week, why why didn't they test it? So like, oh, I don't know. The, what would you think to Was test that? Was that a scenario you test? Is that a scenario you well, test? So in, it's not, but it's not life, about that. Yeah. It's about the code. It's about the code that allowed yeah, that to But you occur. do, mate, mate, you know, that that's a pretty solid one to go through to the keeper, though, because, you know, you do your testing. Like, mate, just with my limited experience with VoiceBot, whenever there's a new version we're always trying to break it. Let's yeah. just try this and try that. And and my brother, he comes up with these scenarios where if you do this, you do this and do this, it'll crash. And um, and he can replicate it. So, okay, that's a bug. So for Apple to miss this, as a company the size of Apple, this, that's a big deal. Now, they did miss that. almost immediately come out and say, we've identified it and we'll issue a fix within a week. But, no, but was it almost immediately? Oh, it was, it was within the day. Well, there, were, there was a person on so, Twitter who discovered it, so let, had written to Apple. No, so there, there's, there's a couple of things. There's, there's a, a mother whose son uh, discovered it, apparently, and she went through some process, she, she says, including you know faxing lawyers and things to try and report it to Apple. They even tried to sign up as an Apple developer to try and yeah. report it. But their technical knowledge was limited. They they kind of couldn't get through to the keeper. Uh, um, and then when someone else discovered it, they dug back and found that that yeah, that report from a while ago. It wasn't so, one of them trying to get some cash for it as well. They wanted well, some, a bounty the, the or mother a wanted wanted that whole you know if you tell us something but something's wrong before uh, we know about it, you get you get a bounty. Is, is that a bug bounty? That yeah. that exists, does it? Yeah, I, so well, I don't know that Apple um, would publicise that. I, I, no, they have. I think they have periods where they do it. But yeah, anyway. Right. So I, I did. I looked at that whole case and I went, "Oh, look, it's a bit." And you know, she's at tweeting Fox News in her claims about it. It's just, I don't know. There was yeah. something about that 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 had me going. But, but that know, was several some, days before Apple even said anything once, about it. Once, once a security, you know, so once someone had a video demonstrating it yeah. and it was reported, they acted pretty quickly. Yeah. Like as, like as far as reporting things in the media and responding goes, they did a pretty quick response because they said they mm. they'd fix it and then they shut down group FaceTime. Yeah. So they switched that's, it off. That's big. 
And that's look, yeah. that's smart because it means it can't be replicated by anyone in Absolutely. the media. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, well, there was someone. I think Mac Rumors replicated it. They they showed it really well. Mm. But the person who made the original discovery, or one of the original discoveries, yeah. was actually once Apple stepped in, was then sharing his unanswered emails to Apple to their yeah right to, to their. So he he that that person was trying to get in get their two cents worth in as well. Yeah. So it, it's just it's but and my, Apple. My, I think they only made a statement. I think that the only statement I ever saw was to line. a website, was to a site. Yeah. So it wasn't a, just a generic. Here's what well, happened. If, if, they commented on it to someone's website. No, if you asked them, they gave you a one line statement, which was right. we're aware of it and we're okay. going to fix it. Right. Well, this probably, they must have got it first then, right? Yeah, that's but right. It's, yeah. So the the thing, my only thing about this was in terms of the reporting of it, it it I think it was over reported. Okay. Because it was reported in many instances as a FaceTime security glitch. Well, technically it but is. I know you're totally. But it, it was it in many news reports I watched, including the network I work for. They they just didn't report that it was only affecting group FaceTime calls. Like mum calling kids, grandma calling kids. Yeah, it's okay. No, I, I pointed that out in all the interviews I did about it. I pointed that out as well that it was group one-on-one FaceTimes unaffected. Keep going. Mm. But the group FaceTime, which is a relatively new feature to, yep. to their to their defence, and and but in against Apple, it mate, they've been working on a group FaceTime for a long time, like a year or yeah. more, because yeah. it was announced at WWDC, so they must have had it working on it for a while before yeah, that, a few months before that. So it's Google, it didn't it didn't get released with iOS twelve. No, it got released. So it's after only been that. out for like three months, isn't it? So it's only yeah, that's recent. my point, right? Yeah. So you know. Look, I don't. I sit here and I go. I just don't know. I don't know that you'd know that scenario would be, you know, something you'd test. Yeah, but but I think that sort of it was a perfect storm as a story because it involved Apple, yes, security. It involved security and involved FaceTime that so many people use, mm. and they're thinking, oh, you know, they're, they're probably thinking, oh, hang on, I call my daughter on this or my son yeah. or whatever, I'm away. Yeah. So that sort of con- conjured up all these emotions. Uh, but the fact that it was group FaceTime was kind of by the by for for the, a lot of the reporters. Yeah. But uh, it was. We we have both said that we pointed out that it was only group FaceTime, but yeah. um, for the fact that they had to shut it down as well, sort of, that's it, it, like a, a car company has to br- recall every brand new car that they've just released a month ago. That's right. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, look, and I but but in in the, again in their defence, the smart thing to do is just switch yeah. it off. Well, that, that's what the, I did a Sky News interview about it today after the five G stuff, and they were saying that well, well, what does this mean? And can can someone still do it now? So well, no, you can't. They've shut it down. It's it's just it's yeah, game over for for the moment. They'll only open it again once the patch has been run and once the software upgrade happens, and then they'll open it up again. But it'll it won't be before they test the hell out of it to make sure they can't do it again. It's crazy. Anyway, um, it's it'll be fixed. You'll get an. This is the other thing, Stephen. You'll get an iOS update in the next week. It's a security update. These this is actually really good. Um, I guess uh, evidence uh, reminder to people that this is why you get those pop ups that say there's a new version and of run, iOS. Run the update. Run don't the update. don't think oh and, and complain about it. This is actually could be a security Microsoft. A security uh, every big company run these updates because they actually do value security. And they're trying to protect you. So run the update when it comes. It should be available within the week. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Two Blokes Talking Tech is brought to you by Uniden. And they've just released the AppCam Solo Wire-Free 4G Edition. Now, this is a camera you can place anywhere. So you need a 4G SIM card on board. Works the same as the other app cam solos that link to your Wi-Fi. But in this case, it uses the 4G network to 
monitor remote properties. Maybe you own a boat at a marina. You want to keep an eye on that. A holiday house. Come for a, How come many for a boats sail, you mate. Own? Just That's one right. sailboat, one yacht. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of, uh, lot of properties and places where people would love to monitor things, but there's no Wi-Fi there. So this is a perfect solution. The uh, AppCam Solo. 4G. And the beauty of this is that it also works with a solar panel. So you think about placing the camera on the 4G network and then putting a solar panel with it so you don't have to you don't have to touch it ever again. You get it's powered through the solar panel, 4G is keeping it connected and you can remotely monitor it through the app from anywhere. It's got two-way audio, records in high definition. It's got a pretty large battery on board, but if you if you are topping it up with the solar panel, you're never ever going to have to take that battery out to recharge it. And it also includes thermosense, which is that can detect both heat and movement, so you're not going to be flooded with those false notifications. The Uniden AppCam Solo 4G camera and solar panel kit, a great combination. Check them out at uniden.com.au. I've got fond memories of uh, Apple in Chicago when I uh, visited the Apple store there. It's a beautiful, beautiful store and it was the f- probably second time I'd seen their new store layout. San Francisco yes. was the first and... They've got one in Melbourne now hearing, too. That well, it's, that's going to be there. It's going yeah. to be 2020. No, no, they're not the one at Federation Square. Oh, They've got another one yeah, at one, uh, Chatston. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is sort of the same theme. The, the, the idea of an Apple store today, Stephen, just it's just completely mm. different to what any other retail experience is. And do you want to know a bit of re- bit of trivia about Apple yeah, Store? Yeah, sure. You know that an Apple Store makes more money per square meter than a Mercedes Benz dealership. Uh, makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's you think about that. What they're selling? Well, one's selling of hundred thousand dollars worth of cars. Is it, but is that profit or revenue? What? They make more money. Must be profit. Yeah, right. Per square meter, Apple stores make more money than a Mercedes Benz dealership. Which is amazing given how many square meters they do not de- dedicate to products. There you go. You know, like Which is a great lead into what we're about to talk about. That's right. They, they Apple is doing more and more to encourage people to come to their stores just to experience their products. Just yeah. to learn about things yeah. like photography. But the or good, the music. good thing about I think and, and other companies I think have tried to replicate this and they haven't been successful. Mm. The thing with Apple is that the stores, they're not trying to get you to buy stuff. They're not saying, oh, what, can I do this? Do you want to see this? They're not forcing their way on To be you. honest, it's not the best retail experience when you do want no. to buy something. No. Oh, I won't lie to you, mate. Just, when I go in there, yeah. it's just like, who, well, what do I go now? Yeah. Where, there's no checkout. Yeah. You know, I just want to buy. You walk in, you grab something off the shelf. Yeah. You've actually got to get someone's frigging attention yeah. to buy something. It's, it's a really weird experience. But what they do do is these today at Apple sessions, and I think the numbers were quite overwhelming when they announced this this week, over 18,000 free sessions a week That's attended a by millions of people. That's a lot of sessions it's around free the world. free as well. And these are run too by creative professionals. They haven't got – it's not just some dude in an Apple T-shirt. It's some creative professional that comes in and, and teaches about photography or art or music or whatever they want. I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a mix. At times yeah. uh, the, the sessions are created by creative professionals yeah. and then uh, I think uh, how would you, facilitated by an Apple yep. genius – um, but the thing, the one that I love the most, and when they announced this this week, I'll be honest, it did take me a while to get my head around it because it's not entirely new, right? Today at Apple is not new. Uh, taking people out of the store for a walk is not new. Doing lab sessions is not new, but they've added new sessions, a lot yeah. of new sessions. So 
the Apple sessions where you walk. So they call them the walk sessions. Now, this Walks. means you you go in and you do all this. You sign up all on their website and you go, I'm going to go to the Hornsby store or the East Garden store or whatever it is. I don't know where they are. Is there one of these guns? No, there's not. Oh, outrageous. It's one of Bondi. It's one of my Bondi, local. Bondi is the closest to me. Your local's brushed. Bondi, and there's one in the city, and yeah, they're the close. And there's one in, uh, is it Miranda? So, uh, yeah, you say you want yeah. to go, you rock up, and yeah. they, you don't need to have an iPhone. You don't need to yeah. have an iPad. They say, right, well, have you got one? If you don't, they give you one to use, to loan, and they take you out of the store. You go yeah. for a wander. So in, I'm tipping in Hornsby, you'd go out to the fountain in the middle of the Westfield. I'm tipping at Bondi, you'd go to the nearest, you know, cafe or something to yeah. take photos of trees or whatever. But <laughs> they, they walk you around yeah. and they teach you about photography and their new sessions are cinematic shots, creating soundscapes in garage bands. So imagine being taught how to create soundscapes by going out yeah. with an iPad and recording yeah. sounds. Well, the, and, and 99 times out of 100, they're going to show you something and you're going to say, wow, I didn't know you could do that. You know, we should do one. We'll do one together. We should do one. Okay. You mean run it? One, run no, one or go, go and take, go take, attend one? Sign up for one. Okay. You choose one. We'll do one. That'd be gold. It would be good. We can do... And we Something can talk about, about photography. It Something about photography. Okay. I think we do iPhone photography okay. of some sort. I'm in. I'm in. And then we run a comp. We'll, how about we do a podcasting one where we can do the podcast oh, while they're it. talking about podcasting? Well, there probably isn't a podcasting <laughs> one, but then and then and then we'll, we'll, we'll take a photo and then we'll yep. get people to vote. Who's on the best? Who, who's is better? The photos, you mean? Yeah. Okay, you be competitive, right? Yeah, you are competitive. Yeah, super competitive. I'll, I'll, I'll back myself. Because the great thing about it. this is it's free. Absolutely, it's yeah. all free. So anyway, all look, you need to pay is your time. All you need to spend is your time. But that's the thing that uh, you know a lot of people, whether you're um, self semi-retired or retired or hmm. you know self-employed, and you allocate time for this as self-development. Great opportunity great. to learn something new and muck around with the products as Would well. Do you remember you mentioned Chicago? That was kind of, we had a bit of a taste of it there. Remember, and even at, at the schools, they were talking about creating their assignments using clips. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Like in the store, I there was a that. session. There was a session. Oh, I hated it so much. There was a session in the store, though, in Chicago's store yeah. where uh, they were, they were, they were I and mean, there weren't just young kids, there was adults there and everything. And these clips, which, I'll be honest, before that, I'd heard of it, but never used it. Yeah. Thinking, wow, this is a really useful little app. It's really cool. Hasn't really taken off, though. Let's yeah, be honest. It, but it's good. It's it's uh, it's quite powerful for what it is, though. You can, what it you is. can create, it's actually very impressive. But, you know, it's not like it's taken over Instagram well, or Snapchat. I, of course not. But I, I think it's it's one of those things that, those little features that you know, if you've got it on your iPad or your iPhone, it can come in handy sometimes. Oh, I would. And, and you, unless you've shown how to use it properly, a lot of people think, well, what do I do? The, if I could pick a course that I would encourage someone to do, like course, so today at Apple Learning or, or, or otherwise, iMovie. Yeah. Like it is just... That is powerful. Yeah. Unbelievable really cool. what you can do on your mobile phone. Yeah. You know, I remember when we were in Beijing with Lenovo and the Stig was with us yep. and we shot some stuff just on an iPhone yeah. and we are just on a bus while we are driving a bus right from the Great Wall to... It's just yep. done, edited, yep. finished, uploaded. Mate, I'll make a little confession. Every single time... I film uh, an iPhone launch. Mm. I edit it on either in the store on their Wi-Fi or in yeah, McDonald's yeah. next door. <laughs> I edit it on iMovie and upload it from the app. Yeah, straight to YouTube. Yeah, straight off my phone. Yeah, and it's amazing with titles and everything. So you're thinking this could have been done on a desktop. Yeah, but I did it on my phone. Yeah, I mean it's it's pro it's Remarkable. I I love it most on an iPad because you get the yeah. the overall uh, app user experience. On a bigger screen, it, it yeah. is sensational. And the other thing is, and no disrespect, and I'm not trying to take this how you will, but my wife knew nothing about video production. 
Uh-huh. And she started a job with uh, a politician, and they 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 put videos on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, right. And we just sat down, and I'm not a good teacher at all. But I just went, here's oh, the basics. You're very patient, are you? Mate? No, mate, yeah. I'm awful. I'm okay. really bad. You know what? It's te- it's terrible. It's one of my worst traits is I can't teach family, but I could spend hours with uh, Alyssa. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah it's a massive problem. Oh, I, I hear what you're saying. But yeah. anyway, so I sat down and I just said, you got to do this. You got to lay them down in this order, the order you want them to be, and yeah. then you can you can you know clip them this way. You can slice it that way. You can take yeah. the audio that way. And mate, she makes amazing videos now, and like in no go. time at all, awesome. it is easy to self teach yourself something like movie editing. Yep. But if there's a whole bunch of other things you want to learn or see or experience, or frankly, you just want to muck around with some Apple products, um, absolutely. Today or, at or Apple, get get more out of your. You might already have an iPhone or an iPad. Yeah. Get more out of it. Get more use out of that powerful bloody thing that's sitting in your in your pocket. Two blokes talking tech. Uh, get in touch on Twitter at Stephen Fiddick at Trevor Long. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. There's a little debate that has been raging for quite a while. I think since Apple Watch came out and yeah. smartwatches have followed it. You know, we already know the laws around using your phone in your car. Yep. But what are the exact laws about using a smartwatch in your car? And it's interesting because we... It's not illegal, is it? So I, uh, today, and we'll talk about the Huawei, what's it called? The Watch GT. Watch GT. Which um, you can't buy, by the way. I, we'll put, to, uh... I put that on my wrist today and I had an Apple Watch Series 4 and I said to Bowen, who, Bowen's been using the Samsung Galaxy Watch. Yep. He's an iPhone guy. Yep. Been using, loves it. And it works with the iPhone. Like crazy. Yeah, it is a good in I've, love. I've used that too. I use that regularly. With smartwatch as a result yeah. of that. And I said, well, hang on. I think you yeah. probably need to check out what Apple are doing. Yeah. So I said, let's set it up. So I set it up. And we were in the car and we're testing the eSIM stuff, you know, ringing your yeah. wife and stuff. Yeah. And then he said, is this legal? And I went, I don't know. Yeah. So we, we reached out to the police and they, look, the, their simple answer was not illegal. Uh, you know, so essentially, look, you know, it's not encouraged, <laughs> but there is actually no uh, penalty for touching your watch, you know, well, adjusting the... How do you catch someone looking at their watch? Like well, that's but well, but imagine you're driving along, you see someone swiping and you know r- responding yeah, to text. Because this is the thing, and so essentially, and this so is that's new, not illegal. This is New South Wales laws, right? Essentially, what we surmised, and you can read the whole law and everything at eftm.com, but um, is that frankly, legislators are behind, uh, way behind, because when they introduced all the smartphone laws, smartwatches were you know on the radar, but no one thought a watch was the sort of thing that you tap for any more than just to see if it's working, you know. Is that thing still on, you know? <laughs> but now you can actually literally swipe type, you know, yeah. on an Apple Watch to respond to a text message. like pre-populated responses you know, Is it legal well? to answer your smartwatch by tapping it and having a conversation? Yes, it is. But should it be? Yeah. It's not legal to tap well, your phone. I'll, and- I'll admit, I've, I've received messages and just glanced at my watch because, you know, you get the notification, you get mm. the vibration, you think, oh, what's that? And I've, I've looked at and just glanced to see that it's a message. I haven't read the whole message, mm. but- have seen that. So I know I've got a message waiting for me, but I still would have known about that message even if I wasn't wearing a watch though. Because yeah. I haven't got on, I haven't turned on do not disturb while driving. My phone is just there. Yeah. So I still would have known there was a message, but obviously wouldn't have been able to look at it on the phone. Yeah. But I could glance at it. Like there was one time where my daughter texted me and she you know, asking if I could pick her up at a certain time. And by having the watch on, I realized, well, no, this is an urgent message I need to answer. So I pulled over and answered the message. Mm. So if that was on the on the just on the phone, I wouldn't have sort of paid attention That's or right. known who it was from. So I wouldn't might not have sort of oh, received that urgency. It's not like smartwatches are, um, 
you know, plateaued. I, I see more and more of them. I genuinely, oh, yeah. like, I think Apple's doing very well out of the Apple Watch. Oh, they it's, well, it's a nice sleeper way product. Out ahead. It did good early on, but then I think it's grown regularly. Well, how many, how many people have you uh, heard from that have finally bought an Apple Watch? And this is, I, no joke, just since Christmas, I reckon four people I know, they all to a person say, how good is the Apple Watch? I love it. They've just sold on it yeah. and they're into it straight away. Yeah. I, I just think that it's – so from this point of view in terms of the legality of it, I just think that, you know, I'm not trying to change the law here and now, but yeah. I do think it needs to be looked at because they're going to get more functional. I agree. I think that they what are you a said, very, if, you you're, if you're swiping and doing all that sort of stuff, that's that's as, that's as being as distracting. You might as well be doing that on your phone. Yeah. So, But just looking at your watch shouldn't be illegal. No, because because you can do I, that with. A I wear an watch. analog watch and look at it, so yeah. that can't be illegal. Yeah. But no essentially, cl- no interacting in with car. it. No clocks in your car, mate. Well, yeah, but what's wrong with looking at my watch? I'm just asking, mate. It's not illegal. Yeah, <laughs> then you're right there. But see this <laughs> this story of the Huawei um, uh, watch GT. Yes, is, is very cool. stylish. Oh, I see you're wearing yours now. I've had mine on as well. Oh, I, it is a lovely watch. I quite like. So it's it's my style. A yep. watch, very uh, large design, large uh, round face. You know, and that is something Not I don't only. like about the the Apple watches. I don't like the the squarish look. Yeah. Um. But you're right. You can't buy the body thing. It's very yeah. interesting that because they they've had watches before where they had the yep. watch when we were in China. Four G. The, the four G. The three G. This one, doesn't yeah. have four G. It's just yeah. a, a lot of GPS just going a on. Wi Fi. Yeah. Um. <laughs> a lot of heart rate monitoring and all that kind of stuff going on. But essentially, they're using it. And there are lots of ads. I've seen a lot of TV ads. Yeah. They're, they're using this as a driver to sell the Mate 20 Pro. Which now, is a good match. JB Hi-Fi is selling the Mate 20 Pro for $1,399. So that's a $1,400 phone, which is expensive, right? Yeah. It's it's worth every you get cent. A, you get a watch, though, as Mate, well. it's worth every cent Absolutely, at just yeah. $1,399. But yeah. then, I mean, this watch, I'm saying four fifty, like. Yeah. It's it's a three fifty to five fifty watch. I think it's worth three nine nine or four nine nine. I think well, it's what I, had, it's I hadn't looked at that, yeah, but it's I just valued at three nine nine. That's four hundred dollars. That's yeah. nothing so to sneeze at. So you're getting a, a phone for a thousand and a watch for four hundred. Yeah, I mean, it's not awesome. a bad deal. That's a great deal because uh, it's smart of Huawei to do that. I think, uh, and I've seen the ads for it. They're they're really yeah. aggressive with the marketing everywhere. Of this. They got billboards. Yeah. They got TV. They're doing everything. Very I think, smart. Oh, look, I don't know whether there's a there's a part of this that is you know Huawei's got a lot of drama here in Australia and they're they're trying to yeah, change that. That, that was tone. mentioned at the Optus launch today too, where yeah. Huawei had built the four G network and now they were excluded yeah. from the nothing. Bit. Yeah, uh, Nokia doing it now. But mate, like this Mate Twenty, I've been using now for a month and a half. I just yeah. I just don't know why I change phones. Yeah, it's a great phone. Best feature about it though, what is what has kept you using the phone? Battery. Yeah, right. Full stop. Without question, and yeah. the fingerprint under the screen, I love it. Yeah, I love fingerprint. I've I've been using it quite regularly myself, and the only thing I had with the fingerprint in screen is that like nine times out of ten it would work. Yeah, that no, other absolutely. time that other time you got to type in your pen. And you know, I go it's in the screen, and yeah. like, so I've kind of just gone. You know, <laughs> it's still it's still fascinating. It, you know, it's it, yeah. I'm okay with that <laughs> because it's first generation essentially. You can imagine yeah. it getting better. Um, well, but, the, the S10, if, if the rumours are right, is going to have the same feature. Samsung's but, different. Yeah, oh, you know what? We should talk about that because it's it just. Well, we did talk about it last week, didn't yeah, we? Because yeah. it feels like it's just. Yeah, I'm it, nervous it, it that was, it's not it going to be enough. It was but, last week. But <laughs> the see the battery thing, and I harp on about it. But mate, I would have a charger everywhere: work, car, yeah, yeah. home, everywhere. I only charge this thing at, in bed yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, and I'm. Well, like, I remember. Hang, when, on, hang on. What is it now? It's it's. How do you find that percentage? Jesus, where does it tell me that? In the in the menu bar, mate. No, it's not. Hang on, I'll go. Just just 
just let me tell you. Let well, me... I remember when I reviewed this phone, and what I what I rapped Huawei about was the fact that they never said it was a two day battery. They no. just said it was a good battery. The size of the battery. They never mentioned two day battery right yep. in the in in the launch. Yeah. Other companies that have mentioned two day battery in all my reviews, I couldn't get close to two days battery. Yeah. But this phone that never really played up the two day battery just mentioned. What is it? Four thousand milliamp hour battery. It's a big battery. Big, yeah. And never played up the two day. That actually went past two days for me. So I got up this morning at six fifteen. Sleepy, eh? Yeah. Sleepy today. Um, it is now nine. Uh, it's now nine eighteen. So what is that? That 15 is fifteen hours. It's actually twelve plus three is fifteen hours. Yep. So it's a lot. That's a, that's a full day. Yep. How many percent do you reckon it is right now? Thirty five. 44. 44. Really? It's just under half. Mate. That's crazy. And you you and do give your this, phone a flogging, do this you? Is my, so to speak. This is my primary <laughs> phone. I mean, by, by that I mean phone calls. and Wi-Fi has been on the entire time. It's had a bit, bit of GPS in the middle. Does it hook up to your car okay in Bluetooth? The screen's been on a heap. like Full brightness? I've had mobile signal. Um, uh, I'm going to call that. No, no I'm going to call that 60%. 60%. And it's not on auto. Mate, but isn't it that this just, is this has also got bull. the Kirin processor? So the AI on it's board, the AI on board can actually like close down caching in the background and do all this smart stuff to make it. It, it does annoy longer. me with suggestions about how to save power, but I'm like, dude, I don't need to. It's going really well. Yeah, but yeah, I just I I, I worry for Samsung that this thing is out there, but I know that Australians are just so well, brand loyal that they're. I'd, I'd, I would dearly love. Mate, I would this, dearly love to see the sales figures. This, this. Wouldn't though, you love to see I the would, sales figures? Absolutely, I would. And and from what I'm hearing, it's pretty good. Like yeah, they're selling out in places. So, what 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 I think the Mate Twenty's done is they've they've put Huawei into the into the level now where they're a seriously serious competitor can stand shoulder to shoulder with Samsung what, and Apple now. Well, here's what I think's most, and John Lord and Co wouldn't see this as humorous, but I think it's humorous. That given all the drama yeah. that Huawei has had, the brand recognition is now quite high. Yeah, like people, but for not quite the right reason. I know, though, but eh? like, the pronunciation—it's yes. almost flawless yeah, now. True, across true. the it's community, not Hawaii, uh, that's right. Hawaii anymore? It's it's yeah. Huawei. Like yep. everyone is saying Huawei now. Yep. yep. Um, You're so right. I, yeah. I, I, I so all publicity, publicity is good publicity. I'm not directly almost. saying that because yeah. obviously for their business, the selling phones is not how they make money. No. Building networks is the how networks they make money. So it's a massive problem for them. But I just I do think most Aussies are like well, I don't give a rats like mm. if someone says to me they're spying and you're like I don't care yeah I know they're not they're but they're I don't not. care I've got we've got news for you they built the four G network so they're here already oh, and I've got news <laughs> for you Apple iPhone let someone spy on you I mean it's yeah. you know that's the kind of yeah. that's why those yeah. headlines worked as we said earlier absolutely right but now I think the uh, and it's great promotion with the watch great time to buy also, a Huawei Mate Twenty Pro right absolutely. now because free watch if you're on the fence this should tip you over the fence this and should just, get you just going. some deals if you if you're looking for them Optus. Um, can get 30 gig of data, $74 a month for 24 months. You can get yourself a, a Mate 20 Pro with the watch. Vodafone, 30 gig of data, $64.91 per month for three years uh, on the, th- the $35 plan. And uh, JV Hi-Fi, as I said, $13.99, yeah. uh, which is 200 bucks off the RRP. Plus good. you get the watch in that, in that amount. Solid deal. So, and you can only just imagine what they're going to come up with this year as well. Like the P20 Pro, remember last year? Yeah. Great phone. Mate 20 Pro, they knocked it out of the park. What's the P30 and the Mate 30 and the, the 
That's why are they going up an increments of ten? I don't know. I think it, it, would you buy a mate twenty one? Although twenty one is my lucky number, actually, I would get that. Although you're right, it's you know what they've probably gone. These Apple and Samsung people have got problems here because when you have eleven and twelves, it is it's a bit weird, right? So let's just let's just stuff yeah, them up. Like, yeah, yeah, let's go on in the tens because well, in ten years you go back to ten. Yeah. Just, well, it took ten, Samsung ten years to get to ten naturally. So, well, no, but I'm saying <laughs> Galaxy in ten years 10, they, they can go iPhone back. iPhone ten, they can go back after well, you get to ninety be, and ninety. Depending on what Apple does, if they this stick year's with the, big the year. ten, there's going to be Samsung and iPhone. I think didn't they in have the, the se- sevens together? Eh? They had iPhone seven and S seven and Note seven. No, Note seven. You remember? Was yeah. that the same year? And then they yeah. still had the eights together, and then uh, Apple skipped nine. Yes. and went to ten. So that's. The Mate, big, it is one change. of the big tech questions of the year is what does Apple call this year's phone? Yeah, maybe the iPhone 20. No. iPhone 20? IPhone, it won't be iPhone 11. Unless, right, unless there's a few Apollo 11 fans out there. It's the 50th anniversary of the moon landing this year. Could that be something? They have. A, they call it the Apple, the iPhone 11. iPhone a, Apollo. Apollo 11, hey. Come up with a name instead yeah, of a number. yeah. Oh, I like that. So, like, I, come I up, reckon, like imagine, like just like Mojave but, but, and and all those things. Yes, yeah, that's right. So, oh. uh, would that be? And I'm I'm sure like that. That's one of the man's greatest achievements. If you if you forget all the conspiracy theories, you know, we mm. landed on the moon. Mate, they did in a TV 50, studio. <laughs> you reckon? Studio? If you've seen Capricorn One, no. Okay, that's where they fake the Mars landing. Right. And when they were faking the launch, the rocket blows up. <laughs> so the people who were faking it, uh, they they were supposed to be dead. Good movie, you watch it. But um, I think that it's uh, I like it's a great American achievement too. Don't forget, it was NASA, it was American. Yeah. So wouldn't that would if I was in the Apple boardroom, I'd be saying, why don't we call it the iPhone 11? You know, Apollo 11's 50 years since. I'd be saying, why don't we call the iPhone Apollo? iPhone Apollo. Or or go with that whole California thing and find. You know, I don't would, think they'll re- replicate what's on the Mac OS. They'll, they'll no, try but I'm saying of, find yeah. another way of like finding a, a theme, a name, a new naming convention, yeah, rather than a number. Yeah, yeah. Naming conventions are not unusual in tech. It's like a car, eh? You name a car, it's a Holden Commodore. That's right. Uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a Kia Sportage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that's yeah. genius. I think you got to break away from the numbers. You're right. We've so, just yeah. we've done it. Yes, Apple. There you are. We will send an invoice. There you go, Tim. You can stop listening now. <laughs> get over to the boardroom. <laughs> Call a meeting. Call an emergency meeting. Get the meeting. executives in. He's he'll get in this. Phil, hey, guys, Phil, the blokes have cracked it. You've got no idea, <laughs> Phil. I don't know about Apollo. <laughs> Let's go. Eleven. <laughs> what do you think, folks? What name would you give? The genuine, like iPhone, don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, some shits and giggles, but genuinely, <laughs> what would you call it? Yeah. What's a because it's got to be a convention. So by convention, I mean, so when I first started building websites, we had web servers, right? And we used cars. So yeah. we had oh, right. we had Holden, we had Ford, we had Jaguar, we had all Sayat, Mazda. Do you want to Mazda. One guess what my servers were called for the voice box? Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> um, so again, so Stephen might yeah. call them one Millennium Falcon, yeah. one Han Solo, whatever. Well, come to my house, all my networks are on yeah, there. Yeah, I know, it's So what is a theme? What, what theme yeah. and what's the first name you'd pick for the next iPhone? Maybe they might go a great Amer- American inventors. That might be the uh, iPhone Edison or the iPhone. No, I think Einstein I think or, their problem is it needs to be a global convention. Yeah, global phone. They're an American company. I forget. Like they named their I Mac know. OS after Californian yeah, landmarks. So phones are bigger than Mac. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. We'll, we'll ponder Interesting. that. Interesting. Let us know on Twitter at Stephen Fennick and at Trevor Long. Woo! 
Well, just to clarify, Stephen's Wi-Fi problems earlier were actually his iPad. Uh, it's not the Wi-Fi because we've got Netgear Orby here in uh, in the man cave and across the uh, long household. Uh, and as I've said a million times, the Orby is the great solution to your Wi-Fi problems. And you may have great internet coming into your home, but the modem that you got from your telco provides great internet in a very small space. And when you get to the other end of the house, it's not as fast, and there could be very poor range, poor actual Wi-Fi signal. So what you do is you keep your existing modem and you plug an Orbi into that modem. So you don't need to do any configuration of your network and ISP and all that. You just plug it in, open the Orbi app, go through a few simple steps, you set it up, and then you take the satellite, the second Orbi, out into your home, somewhere in the middle, you plug it in, and it, it connects to the original one, and you've got one big dome. Think of it like the Truman Show, just a dome over your home, and you've got Wi-Fi all through the home. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good, good night. night. Um, my favourite, we watched that the other night with Jackson. Good show, Jim Carrey. Not bad at all, yeah. and I just kept saying to him, mate. It's just, aged well. Yeah, you know what it has? Yeah, yeah. not bad. And then he hits the wall and yeah. goes up the stairs. And Oh, spoiler alert. Hello. Oh, I think it's a bit late <laughs> for that yeah. now. Breaking news, Shawshank yeah. Redemption, things happen. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Should also talk about the uh, Orbi Challenge as well. The uh, the Netgear Orbi Challenge. Yeah. Tell us, Stephen. Tell well, us about the Orbi you, Challenge. If you buy the uh, the Netgear Orbi, and it, if it does not improve your Wi-Fi, you can actually get a, your money back. Standing so, by uh, their products. Absolutely right, because they know it works. And you know, we get I get emails all the time. You would probably too. But um, well, I'm going to try and find one right now uh, because I got a great one the other day from Paul. Paul in Chipping Norton. Uh, he said feedback re. Netgear RBK23 Orbi Home Tri Band Wi Fi Solutions. It's like the whole title of the thing. Yep. And when that, oh, no, this is oh, serious. Hello. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for recommending the Orbi product. We have NBN through Aussie Broadband. Good call. Uh, and the maximum I could get to my residence was 50 down. So via Wi Fi, you get 38 or 42, depending on times and activity. At Christmas, we purchased a new Samsung TV, 82-inch, you lucky oh, wow. duck. 82-inch? What did you win Powerball? This we bloke. found constant buffering when viewing Netflix, so we purchased the Orbi. Mate, oh. unbelievable. We get consistently 47 down in every part of my residence, including the backyard, and he doesn't even have the outdoor Orbi. Unbelievable. Not a cheap item to pur- purchase, but it does the job exceptionally well. Yeah. Thanks for your great Good advice. Good things cost money. That's right, and, and and it does what it says to do. So anyway, uh, awesome. check it out, uh, netgear.com slash Orbi. Oh, I'm quite interested with Mobile World Congress in Barcelona this year. It's going to be a cracker. 5G. Cracker, you think? Cracker. 5G will be everywhere. Samsung will have announced a phone the week before or multiple phones. Yeah, three days The before. week before. Yeah, a few um, days before. So we're making the mad dash from... San Francisco to Barcelona, is that yep. what you're doing? That's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. going direct. Yeah, same. Not coming home. Yeah. And I'm going stu- literally direct. St- stuff that. I'm going. San- <laughs> I'm flying from San Fran to Barcelona, one flight, 11 hours. Is that right? Yeah. Which airline's that? Dodgy Brothers. <laughs> oh, shit, you're not. It cost me 800 bucks. It's dodgy as, but, but what's I don't the airline? Care. It's, it's called Level Spain or something. Jeez. Literally never heard of them. I've literally never heard of them before. Wow. I've got one A, so who cares? Okay, good, good. <laughs> but no, nah, direct flights. So I'm very happy yeah. with that. But anyway, um, so we, we've we've just, let's just fast forward here. We've just done Samsung. We're on the plane. We're about to touch down in Barcelona. Yep. What are we about to see? You've got Alcatel, you know, they'll announce their new range of 2019 phones. Yep. Probably a new BlackBerry as well. Yep. Uh, you've got LG. Uh, they won't announce their V or G series flagship. They'll, they'll announce a 5G, 5G phone, phone, we believe. Yep. HTC, we believe they'll announce 5G a 5G phone. phone, but will they also mobile announce anything hotspots. else? Mobile hotspots. And their mobile hotspots. Hot 
Um, Oppo, 5G phone. Oppo, you think 5G as well? Absolutely. Sony, I think, will be a disappearing brand for us here in Australia. Yeah. But we might, we'll, they'll announce something globally, Huawei. but I'm not sure there. Huawei. We'll, 5G. Well, okay. So if they if announce. You, if you, if they've announced. They've already said what they're going to announce. They haven't okay. specified it exactly, but no. they've said 5G. Yep. Folding phone. Yep. So well, there'll be a lot of folding phones, and this is the It'll this be is the thing. Folder. This is why we believe Samsung are going week early, so they can announce the the ten the S ten and something so folding, you, perhaps. So I, I thought that that that's a good. Do you theory. still think they'll do do? A I still MWC think they'll thing. do a no. They'll have uh, they'll announce at the S the unpacked. They'll announce S ten and a five G phone. That's the two announcements. No, they kind of had. I don't think Infinity Flex displays ready, mate. It's not ready to announce. And I don't know whether they want to just get ahead of the curve and mm. sort of just spoil everyone, just steal everyone's thunder. Uh, I think they'll wait till a bit later to have it. To they won't show that until it's perfect. I, I know it's probably be behind glass if they do announce it, but yeah, I don't know. But well, I, I, think, ho- I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see it. So the reason I think the complete opposite is because I think they'd be happy to show a folding phone that's not perfect because it's better than showing a five G phone that's not perfect. Yeah. So if you put yeah. the blinkers on and look at uh, the next week yeah. after Samsung, you got Huawei, Oppo, LG, and all these companies announcing a 5G phone that isn't actually that exciting. So and when we say not exciting, we referred to it earlier. It's probably going to be a thicker phone than normal. Yeah, it's probably it's probably yeah. going to probably not going to look amazing yeah. like we're we're used to. Battery level it's, batteries will be terrible. Battery life yeah. won't be you know won't yeah. be flagged as being a you know day and a half yeah. if that. It's like going um, back in time, eh? It's like going backwards. That's right. Like, that's a challenge. Just. To mention 5G. Yeah. So I think Samsung is going to go, we'll leave you to 5G. We'll come, <laughs> we'll come to 5G when we're good and ready, yeah. whether that be Note 10 or uh, yeah. next year. So then, so the point is that the Mobile Congress is just literally 100% 5G. Is that what you're saying? It will be. There'll be a lot of folding phones too. There'll be other fo- Like Huawei so folding, said, Huawei said they're going to have a folding phone. Yeah. I think we'll see uh, the, possibly the Samsung phone, as you said. There'll be maybe the Roy, remember the Royal from yeah, yeah. Flexpi. They'll, they'll be there, the Flexpi. ZTE, Xiaomi. ZTE, I think two years ago, mm. had a folding phone. Yeah. But it was a, you know, had the ugly crack in the middle. It was yeah. like two. Did you see the Xiaomi folding phone? Yes. It kind of folds On, online. All, all yeah. The way around. Yeah, yeah. It folds backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like Every, a, everyone's got a different way of folding. It's like and a then Rubik's there's, Cube. Then there's the rumors of the Motorola Razor coming back yeah. as a folder. It's called the Resurrection or something it was called. I don't know, but so with the with the folder and you open it up and it's a narrow phone that's got screen both sides. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question for you, mm. and I know I kind of know the answer to this already. I don't think Apple's going to go the folding gimmick anytime soon. No, it's a bit of a gimmick, and Apple, as they've done many times in the past, they don't do things first nope. very often, but they do it the best. Yep, absolutely. When, they, when they're ready, that's their so way. I reckon they'll hang back. Yeah. Even five G, I don't think they'll have a five G phone this year. No, you think oh, we, the iPhone iPhone we, won't be five G. We've said this before. I, no I, I don't think customers are going. Oh no, I'm going to hold out for the five G phone. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm. They're going to. Like, nah, like, it's mate. like Telstra and Optus sort of trying to be first in market with a five G phone. I don't think an Optus customer is going to go to Telstra for a five G phone or vice versa. And I think so. It's just sort think, of like a one-upmanship at the moment. I think Alan Liu hit the nail on the head, or yeah. was it Network Guy that yeah. said it to you that customers are, are very savvy. Yeah, they're no, very. It was Alan Liu said that. Yeah. Um, well, there was another word you used, but essentially, yeah. customers aren't gonna just jump ship for something just because it has that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it has new technology, they're not going to sacrifice the everything build else about it. And, everything. Yeah, and that's, that's right. why Apple will go. They'll happily stand up this year and say. 
they'll, they'll talk about the the speed of their you know multi level four G chips yeah, and stuff, a thirteen bionic or whatever, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then next year they'll they'll have worked five G into a form factor that's acceptable to the average Joe. So you're saying Mobile World Congress Barcelona end of February foldable and five G five G will be everywhere we look. 5G especially. I just can't see myself using a foldable phone. Well, I don't think we've seen the right foldable phone. It's not right yet. Mm. It's still, we're still, the caveman just coming out of the cave, sort of adjusting their eyes. I think is kind of how you can compare the folding phone market. They don't know what they're doing yet. It's just, let's see what happens. He's just experimenting. He's just set fire to something going, what the hell is that? What was that? Is that fire? Jeez, it's warm though. Let's do that again. Let's hold on to it. Okay. But I reckon that's where they're at. I think it's such a departure from what we've got, which is good because we've had, what, 11 years of the same looking phones? Mm. It's it's refreshing to see that this we do is, need some it's future. an exciting new direction. We need some future. And they've got the technology. Yeah, well, uh, Samsung have demonstrated the flexible display. And the let's be clear. The, flex. The, I, do you know what's interesting? Actually, when you think about it, the big benefit of the foldable, flexible phone is the screen's plastic and therefore almost unbreakable. Yes. Well... well Technically. No, no, in yeah. terms of like smash. The inside screen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm saying is, guys, put that on your phones. <laughs> well, that, you, you saw the Royale, the Flex Pie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugly phone. Ugly. But, but the screen, you couldn't break it. No, that's my it's, point. It's, yeah, yeah. But, so why aren't they yeah, all yeah. working on bringing that that plastic screen technology? Yeah. To Forget norm, Gorilla to Gar norm, 77. Which doesn't work. Just come up with plastic. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, but here's another thing too, though, right? And it'll affect a company like Apple because they got a very healthy iPad market, right? Yeah. And a very healthy phone market. They still want to see your two products. So a folding phone's going to kill one product, isn't it? Because you'll buy a phone and it folds out. It's like a tablet. So you're going to think, well, I don't well, need to buy a tablet. That's your bloody argument now. as to why Apple doesn't do touchscreens. Well, have they? Okay, let's answer that right now. It's 2019. Have they got a touchscreen no, laptop? No, and it's, it, That's wouldn't, why. it wouldn't affect their tablets. Though, that mate. is why. I'm Ooh. telling you now. That no, is why. Stupid. Mate, the reason that that's so you could buy this iPad Pro with a keyboard. That's why they don't have touchscreen iPad uh, MacBooks. Stupid. But I think again, imagine imagine Apple coming out with an iPhone that folds open to an iPad. Mm. Mind blown. It'll probably <sighs> cost three thousand dollars, but you don't have to buy an iPad, mm. or, and you just have an iPhone already. That's, I think, what companies are considering. Are they going to cannibalize their product lineup by doing this? I know Samsung have got a, they've got a healthy tablet market, mm. but it's not quite iPad level, is it? And, and Huawei, yeah. all these other companies don't have a tablet. They don't have a massive share in the tablet market. Yeah. So they're going to think, what have we got to lose? Let's go. We're going to go hard oh. because that's one thing that Apple will try to protect. So they're going to go, yeah, let's go folding phones tomorrow. Let's open them up, make them tablet size. I can't think of another technology that we'll look back on in five years and go, well, that was interesting to see start. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. for, for for this show, like we've yeah. we've seen a lot of things launch, yeah. but I don't think we've seen anything new established that will transition very quickly. Yeah. So we'll go from this folds on the outside, folds on the backside, folds on the inside, yeah. to something in a few years that is oh, the accepted way that you unfold yeah. well, a device. I, 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 I sort of alluded to it before. Until Apple does it. Apple will come up with something and everyone will go, wow, mm. and everyone will copy that then. It'll yeah. be Apple hanging back, just like they do with the iPod. Remember the iPod yeah, wasn't yeah. the first MP3 player? Not at all. But then when the iPod came out, it was a revolution. 
And that's that's what they're good at. They they they, they wave their Apple wand over stuff and make it beautiful and and functional. And you think, wow, that is amazing. Mm. And look, you never know. Other companies might come up with that with a, with a design. So we wait with bated interesting. breath. Interesting, but we'll be in uh, Barcelona to bring you all the news in uh, just a few weeks from now. Really, yeah. two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Very quick minute review. Uh, the um, um, uh, I'm reviewed. timing it. There's a big timer okay, now. Okay, good. The Kensington LD 5400T dock. Now, if you are a laptop user. Right, and you've got a monitor. You might be a hot desker. You, you take your laptop everywhere, connect it when you get back to your office. Here's a dock that has got uh, it's a Thunderbolt three dock, so you can make your laptop more versatile than ever. So you can connect it to up to two monitors, uh, two two five uh, two four K monitors, one five K monitor. Uh, there's there's all ports along the back too. You get a lot of USB ports, an Ethernet port, and because it's Kensington. They're combining their two great skills, creating computer accessories and security. So when you put your laptop into this into this dock, it actually locks it in place so you can't remove the yeah, laptop. Because Kensington, is, that's one of that's the biggest right. things in know. And for, they've yeah. got a strap so that you can literally lash it to your desk and with their special Kensington lock. So you're still getting the convenience uh, and the security at the same time. Uh, it's not cheap though. It's four hundred and forty nine ninety five. So you're you'd have to be a serious user to go down this path. Mm. But it is a very handy product for those who are who who are those, those sort of the high end users who need to get a lot of lot done. They've got high productivity levels. This can really help them out. Couple of things I didn't like where uh, there's no memory card slots in it. There's no HDMI slot okay. in it. So if you still have those other smaller dongles, hang on to them. But what those dongles can't do is provide Thunderbolt 3 connectivity. Uh, yeah. USB-C is what the dongles provide. This might look like USB-C, but Thunderbolt 3 speeds, data speeds, connecting monitors, that's what this can provide. If you've got a MacBook Pro and those other laptops, you can do do it straight out of your laptop. But a lot of computers don't have enough ports for you to have your monitors, connect stuff, power things. So this, the Kensington dock is handy for those high-end users. If you want to check it out, it's at techguide.com.au. Two minutes for the record. Oh, was it two? Yeah. Okay. It was like two one-minute reviews in one. But it was only one product. Okay. Remember when we used to call one-minute reviews? Yeah. <laughs> ah, those are the days. Yeah. It's good times. Were we ever on the clock? Did you have a time? Did you remember, only get a buzzer one remember time? Remember at one point I had a... Tick, tick, yeah. Tick, 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 <laughs> people thought they were watching 60 Minutes. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, great times. Anyway, uh, we, we reflect fondly upon those times and we we, we appreciate you listening over all these years. Uh, episode 376, thanks to Uniden and Netgear. Stephen, um, I think we should do another one next week. I agree. Let's put it in the diary. Motion so I don't, have to chase you, I don't have to chase you to for chase an hour of your time. One text. Oh, jeez, okay. calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? You yeah. never, you never talk to me. You never call me. Oh, dry your eyes, princess. <laughs> talk to you next week, folks. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.